0: difficult to admit, but I have to tell you, I have a flaw. And and I, don't, I have more than one to be, act, to be truthful, and depending on who you ask, they might say I have one or more. Now, the flaw is this. I believe what people tell me, without question. I take them at their word. And the flaw is not as strong as it was, say, 30 years ago. So back then, if buying a car... I believed it when the salesperson would say to me, we're losing money on this deal. I believed the politician who said, we're going to cut your taxes and protect your freedoms. I believed being told, you look great in bell bottoms. And I believed the TV commercial that said, but wait, that's not all. And I would wait. Now, with maturity, along with the study of principles of spiritual truth, came the realization that individuals practice and express a level of truth which reflects his or her condition conditioned, accepted beliefs and perceptions of the world and themselves. Now, whether these conditioned and accepted beliefs are in alignment with spiritual principle and truth is not relevant in the least. As it is the accepted and conditioned conditioned beliefs, what we accept as our truth, valid or not, which creates our experience. The solidity of belief produces a solid demonstration. So we have to ask, well, what would a journey look like? How does a journey appear when it is based on a truth or belief born out of say the ego the earthly plane of existence or an accepted belief of what someone else has said to us who may or may not be expressing theirs or your highest and best would you agree such a journey would appear as a journey that's a little shaky a journey that's not always moving in the direction it we wanted to move in. that possibly it might not be built on a foundation of positive spiritual energy. Of course you would. And what we can say about such a journey is that that journey itself would be an illusion. It would be an illusion reflecting false thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors. In the Four Agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz wrote this. He said the belief system is like a book of law that rules our mind. Without question, whatever is in that book of law is our truth. We base all of our judgments according to the book of law, even if these judgments go against our own inner nature. There is something in our minds that judges everybody and everything, including the weather, the dog, the cat, everything. And This inner judge uses what is in our book of law to judge everything we do and don't do, everything we think and everything, all of our actions and everything we feel and don't feel. So our book of law that Louise is referring to are our beliefs, our judgments, whether those are right or wrong. And our judgments built on these beliefs governs our energy, governs our energy our vibrational connection to creative source. Now, truthfully, my flaw is still active today. I go into any and all interactions with the blissful anticipation the interaction will be built on a foundation of spiritual truth. As that is all I am willing to accept, believe, and offer for my experience. So imagine my delight And on March 17, 2015, I received this email, this email right here, which reads, Trinity Center for Spiritual Living has been selected for the 2015 Best of Atlanta Awards for Places of Worship." Wow. For details and more information, please visit our website. Now, as they say, it's just such an honor to nominated. But I had questions. I had questions. I wanted to express gratitude. But I had questions. What was this about? Were you being recognized for the countless hours and energy that you all put into our programs for the homeless? Who among you wrote up of their healing of a health issue or their demonstration for abundance and submitted it as proof as to why TCSL should be selected? the 2015 Festival of Plano. Perhaps one of you in our spiritual living classes expanded your consciousness so tremendously you had to express the wonderful impact this center, your spiritual home, had on your journey. So I immediately replied via email. On behalf of TCSL, we accept this esteemed honor Could you please inform me who nominated our center so I may express our gratitude to you. Simple request. No reply. I waited a week, no reply. I sent another email. Still no response. Well, not wanting to lose out on this honor because, you know, it's an honor just to be nominated. I went to the website to get a phone number. And there was no phone number listed. There was no address. There was, however, an order for to select the size of the trophy or trophy packages I could purchase for this esteemed honor, ranging anywhere from one hundred to several hundred dollars. But wait, that's not all. I could actually pre-purchase trophies for the years ahead. So that they would read selected two, three, four, five years in a row of best of Atlanta places of worship. With one Google search, I learned this was a scam. Not really a scam, it's a business that, what, that was perpetuated by companies that produce plaques and trophies. And when their business is low, they go on email expeditions. Now, the reality is many people, even myself at the time, do not know of such scams. I had never heard of it before. So I could have purchased the trophy, bought the full trophy package to send out an artificial press release place Best of Atlanta stickers on our website, and more than likely, no one would ever know. Well, except for me. I would know. Now, I admit, truthfully, for a time, I contemplated the purchase of these trophies, thinking no one's going to know or even care. How long of a time? 1.2 seconds. Because you see, my book of law, that which I accept and believe, states any foundation of relationship, enterprise, or journey built upon an illusion, built upon an illusion, promoting an egocentric idea, which intentionally or unintentionally misleads others about one's truth is not operating within any semblance of truth and creates an automatic separation of the individuals' alignment. I will say I found it interesting that one full trophy package equaled the amount of what we spent on our dinners and lunches and all those great things for the homeless. It's funny how the universe says, what do you want to do this month? I could have bought that trophy and put it out there on our wall of spiritual truth. Again from the Four Agreements. Don Miguel wrote, the word is pure magic word is pure magic, the most powerful gift we have as humans, and we use it against ourselves. Our powerful word which builds our lives is the words that we speak, of course. However, our powerful word is also far more than just that. Our word is the thoughts, the beliefs, the actions, and the energies we offer to the world at large and the universe as a whole. To create a journey on a solid foundation of spiritual principle and truth, unencumbered by misaligned energy of thought, word, and deed, give yourself the gift gift, to always and only be equitable with your work, which is the title of this lesson. With this work. I have to tell you up front, I want to share with you what's going on. We have we, This lesson just kind of flowed, but as I went into it and preparing it for Sundays, a lot of this today is going to be the course and after service. Many of you know who the course is and after service, if you don't know, we'll explain that to you later on. So I just want to give you that heads up for what you're in, in store for today. We are covering the four agreements over... Four Sundays, two this month, and two in the month of April, because at the end of the month we have a fabulous guest here. Fabulous guest. Barbara Joe Cole. Yay! Yeah. But so I want to kick us off with a story that really exemplifies what people accept and don't accept for their journey. And it's a wonderful parable, and the parable goes like this. This woman comes home, she's coming just came in from her annual checkup and she's very happy, she's very elated. And her husband says, Why are you so happy? And the wife says, Well, you know, the doctor told me that for a 45 year old woman, I have the skin tone of an 18 year old. And her husband quipped, Well, oh, yeah, what do you say about your 45 year old career? Why? And the wife responded, Your name never came up to you. And see, our moral is you get to choose what you accept or deflect as your truth. Just as the wife demonstrated. The Buddha said, three things cannot be long hidden, the sun, the moon, and the truth. And the Buddha is so right on track with that. Three things cannot be hidden, the sun, the moon, and the truth. And I grew up in that in that. Energy, that awareness that the truth is always going to come out. So you may as well tell it now. There's no reason to have to beat it out of it. Those from the South get that. So I was conditioned early on to speak the truth. But in that conditioning, I also have that expectation. And it took a while to come to that realization that not everybody operates at that same level of truth. And that's not a reflection of me of what I'm drawing into my experience. It's a reflection of them, what they need to learn for theirs. And the question becomes, am I going to continue with this interaction that I know to be not based in truth? And the answer more often than not is no idea. I only like those interactions. That feed that positive energy of truth. And truth is not just about lying to another individual. It's about being honest with yourself. Being honest with what you accept as your truth. Being honest with what you tell yourself in the mornings when you look in the mirror. You get up in the morning and say, Good morning, sunshine at this powerful expression of source energy that is before you. That is your truth. Where do you get up and go, man? That is not your truth. That is not being impeccable with your work, your energy. Don Miguel said there is no truth to find. There is no truth to find. Wherever we turn our heads, all we see is the truth. But with the agreements and beliefs we have stored in our mind, we have No eyes for this truth. We don't see the truth because we are blind. What blinds us are all the false beliefs we have in our mind. So sometimes these false beliefs come to us from childhood. Parents may have said something that they didn't quite know was going to be detrimental. Or they could come from past relationships. They could come from society at large question becomes, not so much, why is it important for us to recognize them, but why is it important for us to begin letting them go? And the, that question, the answer to that question is, when you look at your journey, you're saying, you know, I seem to be doing everything correctly. Ever had that feeling? I'm doing everything right. I'm a, I'm a nice person. I'm truthful. I get up, I do my spirit for my treatment, I visualize. I'm nice to folks. I tithe regularly, just thought I'd throw that in there. So why is this not, why is my journey not reflecting what I am projecting, or what I think I'm projecting? And here's the reality. When the journey itself has a foundation built on falsity after falsity after falsity, not about some, somebody lying or buying a false what about what we tell ourselves is true? I need an award I need someone to give me that pat on the back in order to get out. I can't move forward in this arena until X, Y, and Z is in place. What we're doing with those type of agreements, as Dr. is separating creating a divide between us and Source. Source only knows one thing about you, and that is that you are an expression of Source. Source is only aware that you are an outlet for its flow of creative energy, and what it's going to flow through and as is every accepted thought and belief that you have. Totality. So when someone is operating on those old false beliefs, allowing them to, to continue to come forward, Source has no choice but to continue to express, to continue to unfold based on the totality of the beliefs we have accepted. And whether those beliefs are wrong, or are right, are supportive of, the intentions of our spoken word, the intentions of our soul, is not relevant. So we have to do a little house cleaning, we have to do a little internal house, house cleaning. These false beliefs can be formed, as I said, starting in childhood, in relationships, in our, rela- in our interactions with friends and work environment, and these accepted beliefs become the book of law. The facts of our journey, the facts of our journey, well yeah, you know, I am getting it. I am seeing my kids now. I, I, kids, the babies of my babies. And we have a, a nice guy that comes to our gym. He's, he's a little bit older than me, I think, maybe a year. And we just saw him yesterday or the day before. And this guy, I mean, he's built. Right? So he's in his early, mid-fifties. Nice, nice build. But yet, every time we see him, he's, like, he's hunched over a little bit, and he's talking about how old he's getting. I'm just getting older. When I move this hurts and that creeps. and I just want to take him and shake him and say, stop it! You're talking yourself not into aging. Aging's wonderful. You're talking yourself into the idea of what you've been told and accept it as what it means to be older. And And I... Singles. If I can get him here, I'll get you his number. You won't be disappointed. Providing you can get past that, possibly, that fact that was Nietzsche said there are no facts, there are only interpretations. There are no facts, only interpretations. And so this means that we all can look at the same painting, but come away with a different interpretation of what it means. This means we can all look at the same experience Come away with different interpretations of what it means. Some folks are going to go out and strike out and attempt to do something on their own and create something wonderful, and they're going to fail. And one person is going to say, "This is great. I have all that I need to know what I need to do next time." And the other, another person is going to say, "Well, that was a bust, just like all the others." Same experience, same energy, different interpretations. And so we have to begin looking at how am I interpreting life? How am I interpreting what I present to the world and the universe as a whole? And if I'm looking at my journey going, this isn't good, the universe is going, okay, sure, this isn't good. But if I'm looking at my journey, every aspect of it, as being that expression of source energy, flowing in as and through all that I am, Always creating, manifesting, a more vibrant, loving, productive, abundant, joyful expression of source. That's what. That's what's going to flow through. That's what your intention is. See, that's your truth. Anything else that's not reflecting of that truth, anything else when we get up in the mirror and look and, and see ourselves in the mirror that's not coming out as that truth, that's the false belief possibility we want to begin Maybe People will say, well, yeah, but, you know, I've done this. Just the way. Just the way. accept, Just the way that we've accepted it. So let's begin accepting something else. How do we else we punish ourselves when we don't follow the rules according to our belief system, we reward ourselves when we are the good boy or the good girl. The belief system is like a book of law that rules our mind. Without question, whatever is in that book of law is our truth. We base all of our judgments according to the book of law, even if these judgments go against our own nature. We go against our own nature. So I want to point out here that if you, you know, the, the Four Agreements now is 20, 25 years old, and I think it's a great time to revisit this transformational work with all the stuff that's floating around in the universe today, because it's not about, oh, well, yes, I see this passage, and I know how they can, this will benefit them. It's about, am I looking at this now? from a state of evolutionary consciousness that's hot with you with a greater level of consciousness than when I first went. And if the answer is yes, then what more can I get? up? What more can I get? And so for those of you that have the book, follow along with this series. For those of you that don't have the book, we have a few copies in the bookstore. If, if you do want to follow but think about what he said. We punish ourselves when we don't follow the rules according to our belief system. And this punishment is not a one-time thing. We revisit it over and over and over and over again. People tell themselves over and over again how they're not worthy, how something is not, they're not good enough for a certain relationship or job, how they're not worthy. Pursue their goal or their vision. And that is an accepted belief. By right of consciousness, by the fact that you're here breathing, that is the affirmation that you are worthy to pursue and demonstrate whatever you choose. But to do so without any false beliefs. I'm trying to remember the word, but we trying to remember the word. Straight up. See? Or sieve or sieve, 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 strainer, and you put everything through the strainer, colander, Where's my grandmother you say that thing with the holes, anyhow, put everything through the sieve, and it makes out the impurities, which you don't So we want to begin practicing just a mindfulness of saying, you know, my conscious mind needs to serve as the sieve to my experience. And as I allow this mindfulness, my conscious mind to be the sieve to my experience, that means taking that one breath, (laughs) holding it for a second, holding what I'm about to do or say, to make sure what I'm about to do or say is not an old accepted false belief, or is in alignment with that which I know to be true of my nature. That which I know to be true of my nature is always going to be a higher expression of source for me and those around me. And so when I can practice that sieve of consciousness, then I can begin doing that internal cleanup that I'm talking about. An internal household. Don Miguel said your whole mind is a fog, which the Toltecs called a, a tote. My H, Your mind is a dream where a thousand people talk at the same time, and nobody understands each other. Say, your mind is like being at a family Everybody's talking at the same time. He said, This is the condition of the human mind. It is a big And with that big matote, you cannot see that which you really are. In India, they call it the matote mind, which means illusion. It is the personality's notion of I Everything you about yourself in the world, all the concepts and programming you have in your mind are all in the totem. We cannot see who we, we truly are. We cannot see that we are not free. So you come into this journey as pure spiritual energy. You came into this journey without any any direction, without any powerful creative, loving, for you one one. to express the best of and to do so utterly. and along are growing up because other folks whether it be parents or society it doesn't matter we're in touch on parents in the moment begin to cloud that awareness they don't do it intentionally they do it because that's how they learn And that's okay. What we want to say is, do I want to continue perpetuating that lesson, or am I ready for a new way? Am I ready for a new way of being? And that's when we can begin practicing the sea, civil consciousness. Because if I'm perpetuating the old lesson, the old belief, then what I am doing is create, still creating that bigger divide between what I know true nature to be, and what I've been conditioned to accept as my nature. So every morning, I want to get up and I want to look in the mirror and say, by God, you are such a powerful expression of source. I want to surround myself with individuals, even in the work environment, the church environment, the home environment, that regardless of the day that I've had, are going to say, wow, you've done a great job we're living your expression of source. And when we can do that, when we can do that, then we're operating at pure source. We're operating at pure creative intelligence. And our treatment work, our visualizations, our actions, they all begin to come forward, starting to express, manifest, and transcend from spiritual leaders to the physical realm without any there's nothing to block their path, because the false belief has been resolved. Ernest Holmes said, all the power of the universe is with you. Feel it, know it, and then act as though it were true. Feel it, know it, acting as if all the power of the universe is. does not translate to does not translate to you. doing that treatment for abundance and charging up the universe. It does not mean doing that treatment for love and or a relationship and then expecting someone to knock on the door. It means Moving forward through every aspect of your journey with the excited anticipation that every interaction you have is going to be supportive of the spiritual intention you've set today. And when you can do that, you can set that intention for every interaction to be supportive of that spiritual intention you've set today, Guess what happens? Some interactions are going to be right in alignment with the, the spiritual work that you've done. The visualization, the yeah. affirmations, of all of it. And then some of them are going to be trying to sell you a trophy for your efforts. But now you're so centered in your oneness, so aware of the power of your truth, that you're, you're now consciously aware that that. That's being presented needs to go through your city. It needs to go through your city. Because you're being impeccable You're being impeccable with your work is not only about what you reject, but about what you accept. Our affirmation part this week is of course from Daniel Luis, who said, every life is to make beautiful life. Every human heart, the dream of your life is to make beautiful life. So that dream that he's talking about is that inner desire of consciousness to come forward and create that masterpiece that is your journey. But remember, you get to color. You get to fill it. You get to color the painting. You get to create the painting. And what you create. That's where we want to practice to see, am I, am I believing my highest? Degrees? Not just for myself, but for others. So the four agreements, there are four agreements each week, or, each, or we'll discuss each one for the week's ahead. the week's But here's the full four, first agreement, the impeccable with your word. It says, Be impeccable with your word means. speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. The direction of truth and love. Now, you know, you took out gossip. I'm going to help you with that. you don't have anything nice to say anything about anybody, just come and talk to me. I'll let you get it out. Stereo confidentiality. Because this is something that comes right up in, in, in to the front of us, right in our face. Because people get involved in chatting about other phones. Well. We see it now with reality TV, really. Reality TV is nothing more than a production of that. So we want to be ourselves of that, that experience. We want to begin looking at it by promoting my highest and best not only for myself but for myself. Because if I'm going to have that expectation that the universe is going to respond to me 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day, because I am practicing my highest and best, then I have to make sure that I'm not only practicing my highest and best for myself, I have to Sure, I'm practicing for others as well. So, my highest and best is going to be saying, you know, let, let's not talk about that. right now this My highest and best is going to say, let's talk about your dreams, your goals, your visions. And then from there, I can begin moving into a deeper alignment with spirit I can be moving into a deeper alignment with source, elevating my consciousness. That I know every time I speak it's a clear channel of energy. Every time I act, it is a clear source of formative essence. Every time I visualize, visualization comes forward because it is a clear channel that's already gone to the sea. you begin practicing being a type of what you're going to notice is as the Accepted beliefs become fewer and fewer. You're going to find you have fewer and fewer doubts. See, the doubts about what you can do, it's not the doubt that impacts your journey. It's not the doubt that impacts your journey. The doubt is nothing more than an accepted truth. So it is split second, second. acceptance and powers that doubt. The, the universe has no choice but to say. Doubts irrelevant. We're going to be faced with doubts every day. People are going to come forward. We're going to have doubt that pops up in our mind from memories of past experiences. We're going to have individuals that cross our path are going to doubt what we can and cannot do. The Doubt has no power. It's the acceptance of the doubt in that moment that carries all the power of the universe. And I would add the exact opposite rejection of that doubt, carries, in that split second, carries all the power of the universe. So you can begin to practice that flow, that mindfulness of what am I accepting in this moment of doubt? What am I allowing to come forward as my truth? Am I allowing myself to operate independently of my fears and doubts? Les Brown said, too many of us are my favorite quote of all time. Too many of us are not living our dreams because we're living our fears. Those fears are born out of doubt. Those doubts can be born out of a multitude of things, whether it was something that impacted us as a child or a past event or something we're repeatedly told on via the media. It doesn't matter. What matters is you can now be mindful in how you practice the acceptance or the rejection of what's created. You practice the rejection, now, make no mistake about it, you're actually practicing the acceptance of your truth. So in the acceptance of the truth, and you're practicing that acceptance of the truth, you're living exactly as what you came to this journey. Exactly as what you came to. And that is where you find the power in the moment. That is where you find the importance, the truth, the wisdom of being impeccable with your word. Because being impeccable with your word is not, again, it's not just about what you about what you act like, what you offer to the universe, and what you expect in life. But you can begin, from this moment forward, to go out and be mindful of that which you want to express and that which you want to accept. Don Miguel said, the human mind is like a fertile ground where seeds are continuously being planted. The seeds are opinions, ideas, and concepts. Plant a seed, a thought, and it grows. The word is like a seed. The human mind is so firm. So firm. The seed that we want you to leave, that we want you to nurture, that we want you to grow. It's is just how powerful you are. It's just Already, how impeccable you are. How impeccable you are. Because you've allowed yourself to be in, place in a place ta- at a time when somebody can say to you, God, you're this. You're powerful beyond measure. And everything that you do, every thought that you think, every word that you speak, every action. Has only one core intention. And that intention is to live and be the demonstration of presence that you have come here to live and to be. That Say the offering affirmation with me infinite mind in as and through me blesses and multiplies my offering it does its good and perfect work and returns to me multiplied abundantly and if the ushers would